I greet you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Happy to see you. Amen. Amen. Let us read again in the book of Joel. Book of Prophet Joel. Uh, from the book of, from the first chapter. From verse 4. That, that which the Pamawam has left has locusts eaten. And that which the locusts has left has the Kankwam eaten. And that which the Kankwam has left has caterpillar eaten. Yeah, that was a statement of lamentation by God himself upon what had happened to his church that he typed as a tree. Uh, then chapter 2 verse 25 and I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the pamawam my great army which I sent among you. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. May those, those are words. Hope. I will restore. To you the years. Now. Uh, we have already said. It is not new to us now that uh, this was uh, these uh, creatures he, he talks about these are bugs, insect bugs. And these insect bugs they, they eat trees. So from this subject from this scripture uh, Brother Branham took a subject that he called the restoration of the bright tree. And we see that this, these creatures they were eating a vine tree. And Jesus said, I'm the true vine. And you are the branches. So in other words, they were, they attacked the church. They attacked the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. Because the church of Jesus Christ, we are the branches of Jesus. And we bear his leaves and we bear his fruits. So when he said that which the palm has left. So in other words the palm came and ate. And after eating it left 
Whatever it left on the tree. Then another stage of the insect came and ate it. And whatever it left. Another stage came and ate father. And then the final stage. And then the tree. God is tree. Was completely finished. Fully pruned. But God said. I will restore. Brother Branham said he had. Predestinated life in the tree. In the roots. Although the insect ate the. Fruits. Because we have seen that the palm eats fruits. Then he left for the caterpillar to come and eat leaves. Then the caterpillar after eating leaves, then he left for the canker to eat and destroy the back. And after the bark was eaten off, now it turned into a caterpillar. Suck the life out of the stem. Now, that is now a tree that is completely destroyed. But God said, I will restore. God cannot be defeated. God's word cannot fail. God's seed cannot be defeated. God is omnipotent. He's all in all. Say amen. Don't look and gaze. God cannot be defeated. Praise God. Another similar, similar scenario. We find it in Ezekiel 37. And Ezekiel said the spirit of the Lord was upon me. And he took me to a valley. That was full of dry bones. And Lord, they were very dry. Not only just bones, but very dry. And then the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord asked me, spoke to me. Son of man. Can these bones live? I said. Thou knowest my Lord. Then he told him, prophesy. Prophesy against the dry bones. And then he prophesied. The prophecy is not written there. But maybe he said, That says the Lord. Dry bones. Live. And as he spoke, he said, then bone came upon bone. Bone located another bone. Hallelujah. Imagine. 
When a valley is full of bones, not skeletons, but bones, they are mixed up. But now it was bone locating the fellow bones. Praise God. And connecting with the fellow bone. With a joint where it broke from. And then there were skeletons. That is a better picture. From what it was previously. And then he told him prophesy again. He prophesied the second time. The dry bones were covered by flesh. And snooze came upon them. Oh, a better, a better progress. And now he told him prophesy to the winds. Prophesy, He prophesied, that says the Lord. Winds, come and fill these bodies that they may live. He prophesied, winds, and then the winds came and filled the valleys and entered them and everybody was And they stood. And the Bible says, the great, they made a mighty man. And the Lord told him, Son of man, this is the whole house of Israel. They said, We are finished. We are dead. And our bones are dry. We are in a hopeless situation. But prophesy to them. That you shall live again. God. God is God. We have a living God. We have an omnipotent God. A situation that looks helpless. Put it in the hands of God. Put it in the hands of God. Whatever you've gone through, whatever the trial, whatever the situation, whatever the condition, put it in the hands of God. God never He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. Hallelujah. Amen. The God who knows all things. Who is able to do all things. So. We are told. Not to look at the things we see. The things we see are very deceptive. The eyes are deceptive. Look at the unseen. The unseen are more real than what we see. For example, right now, there are angels here. You don't see them, but they are so real than your neighbor. 
Praise God. Jesus is here. Do you believe he is here? He promised so. And he keeps all his appointments. So every time. You shall be assembled in my name. I will be in the So Jesus is here. He never lies. And he never speaks for the sake of speaking. He never flatters anyone. Whatever he spoke, it is here. It is amen. Faith is to take God at his word. What he said, it is here. It will come to pass. Praise be the name of the Lord. And remember the statement by Habakkuk. Say, write the vision. And make it plain upon the tables that he may run. He read a seed. Though the vision will tarry, yet it will come to pass. It doesn't matter how long it takes. The word of God will always come to pass. I'll restore to you. When God says, I will. Who can say it is impossible? Who can say it is hopeless? Who can say it is beyond? Who can say it is expired? When God has said, I will do it, it doesn't matter how hopeless the situation is. Amen. He never fails with God. All things are important. Amen. With God, all things are possible. Is there anything too hard for God? Why did Sarah laugh? Is there anything too hard for God? That is the language of our God. He's talking to Abraham. Abraham. Sarah will have a child. And then Sarah laughs. She's 90 years old. And when she does, God gets upset. Why did Sarah laugh? Is there anything to add for God? So why should you laugh? Whatever the condition is, there is nothing impossible with God. With God all things are possible. So, take your pieces. And put them in the hands of the master. Amen. He will make it whole. He will mend it. Amen. Lay down the burden of your heart. And let your daddy lift it. However, have you ever heard that song? Lay down the burden of your heart and let your die. Praise be the name of the Lord. So we are talking about the bright tree. Before it was eaten, how did it look like? 
It had fruits. It had leaves. It had the back. It had life. And that's the church. Praise be the name of the Lord. So we are describing our inheritance that the church must be in this condition. I am the true vine. You are the branches. And now, Oh, I can see a few new young, I mean new people who have not followed, been with us. But I don't want to be tempted to go back. But the Lord will help them understand what we are sharing. Amen. Amen. Now, Kati, we know that there has been two spirits operating in the framework of the Christian church. The spirit of God and the Antichrist spirit. In the garden of Eden, there was a tree of life and the tree of knowing good and evil. There was uh, Abel, a son of Adam. Adam. There was Cain, a son of the serpent. There were two races. The sons of God, Genesis 6, and the children of men. Two races. There were two special birds outstanding birds in the ark. There was a crow and there was a dove in the same ark. When the crow was sent to spy the condition of the flood, he did not return. Because he went and found a good time on dead bodies. The dove returned. There was Moses. There were Jans and Jambres. There was Joshua and Caleb. There were Dathan and Kola. Two spirits walking together. There is a Moses, there is a Balaam. Finally, there is Jesus, the Son of God. There is Judas, the Son of the Devil. Jesus dies on the tree, hanging on the tree, for the salvation of mankind. Judas also dies hanging on the tree, having betrayed his, betrayed God. What a courage! How do you betray God? How do you sell God for money? And now, Kati, after Jesus' resurrection, Yesu His spirit came upon the church. Omoyo enada kukanisa. 
to continue his works. And also the spirit of Judas came upon the false church. To start the false vine. To fight the true vine. So these insects, this is the Antichrist spirit that the Apostle Paul spoke of in that very early age of the church that he said men crept in and unwares. Therefore, contend for the faith. God, protect the faith. The ones he said, they transform themselves. As the apostles of Christ. He said, it's not a mystery. When they do that. Because Satan himself. Transforms himself as the, an angel of light. They were already in the early church. They had crept in. And became part of the church. But to destroy it. And then the apostle John said. Little children you've heard. That the Antichrist spirit will come in the world. But it's already come. It's already come. So. There is the Antichrist spirit. It eats the vine. As the pomegranate. Then as a. Grasshopper. Then as a canker then as a caterpillar. And God said, I'll restore. The Bible says, He shall send to you Jesus Christ, who was first preached to you, who was first preached to you, whom the heavens must receive, retain. Until the restitution of all things. As he declared. Through his holy prophet. So the, the spirit is speaking. That Jesus will be held by heaven. Not to come back. Until all things have been restored. Restoration means bringing back to the original states. The original condition. Or to the original owner or position. So what are, what are these all things that we are going to be restored? Meaning the things that have come that have gone out of the original states. But you see now, this is the book of Acts. Chapter 3. The church is just newly born. It is strong and tender. It is blossoming. 
So what is the need for restoration? He was speaking prophetically. He was speaking that the future in the future there is going to be a danger. This church you are seeing today it will not remain with this quality. It will not remain with this quality. But after it has been destroyed Jesus will not return until it has been restored. He was prophesying. He was speaking the same way the Spirit was speaking through Paul. In Thessalonians, they never be deceived by letter or by spirit. That the coming of the Lord is at hand. Said that they shall not come until they come up falling away first. Until they come a falling away first. Now that falling away is the state where the palmerworm, the locust, the canker has, has done its damage to the church. To the church that Jesus started on the Lord Pentecost. That is a falling away first. And now, marry that now with Acts 3. He shall not return until the restoration of all things. In other words, now, after it has fallen away, Interposter the canker, the palm of the, the, the locust, the, 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 the caterpillar, the canker has destroyed. Then Jesus will not return until there has been a restoration. Then Simon Peter. Rise to the church. Say, I, Simon Peter, the servant of Jesus Christ, write unto you, those of you who have obtained the like precious faith with us. I congratulate you. After 2,000 years of the Pamawam, the locust, the cankawam, the caterpillar, after the tree has been fully pruned, after the original faith has been completely destroyed, after there has been a perfect fall away. But now I can see at the end of the ages there is a people who have the like precious They baptize like us. They baptize like us. They baptize like us. 
They receive the Holy Ghost like us. They worship like us. They believe the power of God like us. They are holy like us. They are decent like us. I write unto you. Congratulations for obtaining the leg precious friend with us. A church like the one we had at the beginning. Hey! Amen. If there is something that ought to make you to rejoice, it is that you went back. You took us back. You restored us to the faith of our fathers. To the faith, to the faith that apostles for you to be a believer, a believer of your kind, even if you're poor, even if you're sick, even if you don't have land, even if you don't have cattle, even if you don't have a house, even if you don't have money, but when you're a believer, you receive the like precious faith, you ought to rejoice. That is enough for you to cause you to rejoice. Because it is greatest than all things. It is greater than anything else. What can equate it so others can come next? Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. The rest shall follow. Money will follow. Children will follow. Land will follow. All things will follow. Yet you have this precious faith. It is enough to make you to rejoice. Have you seen how the Holy Spirit matches scriptures? Here in the service. The way he dovetails the scriptures from the Old Testament to the book of Acts. And he goes to Malachi 4 5. And he goes to Thessalonians. Speaking the same thing. speaking about your promises you the bride of this age God has added unto you he has spoken about you you should locate yourself in the scriptures you should know where you stand in the word of God and there that's where you stand brother sister sister and then Peter said, Peter, Upon your faith, now add. And upon. And add. And add. But now, we are sharing about the bright tree. So add the fruits. Add, 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 add. Faith. Peace. Joy. So tonight, we are looking at the fruit of peace. So in camp, now let's picture a big tree of God's tree. It's bearing nine spiritual gifts. It's bearing nine spiritual gifts. They are healing the sick. They are healing the sick. They are healing the sick. They, 
are speaking tongues. They are casting out devils. They are doing great works. They are preaching the unadulterated word of God. No denomination to tie them down. They are free. Doing a great work. Hallelujah. You can despise some of these statements. Or you can underlook them. They are not tied by any religion. To tie them down. They are free. They are free with the word of God. A denomination full gospel. that full gospel deliverance, deliverance. victory, victory. Miracle, miracle center, Baptist, Baptist. Baptist. Those ones are of the devil. They're of the devil. It's the Antichrist spirit. Those things oppress. You don't have freedom to preach the Bible. Like you've seen it. You have to be careful to see that whatever you preach, it agrees with the constitution of the headquarters of that denomination. I told you one time here. One man had me preach on the radio by the names of Murisa. I told Murisa. Then he called me. He was touched by the gospel. I went and I preached in Murisa. I preached to them. I showed them scriptures so well. The Bible, how they used to baptize in the name of Jesus Christ. In the Bible, they used not to have women pastors. And the Bible forbids it. It forbids a woman to be a preacher like I'm doing right now. And I'm the one preaching to you. And I'm a woman. The Bible forbids that. A picture to be that someone who is preaching to you now is a woman. The Bible forbids that. If you're here and you're a visitor after here, come to the office and I'll tell you where it forbids you. Now, I showed him all the scriptures. I preached to them. After the service, it was all weekend. He told the believers how many believe that whatever this man has preached is the truth? They raised their hands. And how many believe that it is the Bible? They raised their hands. And he said, but we don't, have, we don't have freedom to follow these things. We will not follow these things. Because haven't you been seeing the overseer's motorbike passing around? He called me and he, he, he rebuked me. How could you bring this man without being given permission? Remember we are the one who bought this land and we built this church. 
but if we believe these things though it is the truth they can even chase us away from here because after we went and registered under them to be covered by their registration they gave us a condition that we must write a letter that we have sold to them this property it is filed in the headquarters if they learn that we have changed we have done contrary to what they did they would chase us out of here unless you are ready to lose this property and I thought how sad and truly, truly, it ended there. Although they admitted it was the truth, but they were so bound by that denomination not to follow their conscience. How sad. The early church was never like that. Nobody bound another. They followed what their conviction told them about the word of God. No man is a slave of another. Even now, no man should be a slave of another. No man should be a slave of a system. Even you people, you members of this church, although I'm your pastor, you must not follow me by fear and by ruling you. I have no power to rule your conscience. Even Paul told the church, follow me as I follow Christ. If you see I'm following Christ, follow me. But not you must. Whether you like or not. Whether you understand it or not. No man has a right to rule your soul other than God. Not even the government. Yet the government. No power, no force. At the end of the day, you must give account for your own decisions and for your own journey on earth. You will never say, I was compelled. You do not want to hear that. He gave you a soul. That soul is the key to your decision. Even God, he said, I have put two ways before you. The way to death and the way to life. Choose life. Please, he's pleading with you. Please choose life that you may live. But if you choose death, there's a way that seems the good unto man. But the evil is So therefore, be wise and choose wisely. That is God. So who is man? Who is Pope? Papa Who is Bishop? Bishop Who is Archbishop? Archbishop. Who is Overseer? To rule men. Not to believe what they want to believe. 
Even that man who accepts to be ruled, no muntu ya kirizo kufugiwa. Like that, bwatu, he has no excuse. Taina che kwa socho na. Because they may use their cunning, wicked devices and they take away the land of the church that you bought yourself. Let them take. That should not scare you. It threaten you from believing the truth. The earth and its fullness belongs to our God. If you take away this land, the whole earth belongs to my God. He will give me another I was not born with this land. God gave it to me. If you take it to me, if you take it away from me. But how man can be so blind? They will take away the property. They have Where shall we fellowship from? You will see on judgment day. If they will say like that, God will bring them people who fellowshiped in the caves. The Bible says they wandered in deserts and, and, and in dens, being destitute. In God's kings. Looking for a city. Seeking God. Seeking the kingdom of God. And for you, where will you stand on that day? In front of such people. But now. But now that one has come from this statement that says. No denomination to tie them down. They are free going a great work. I wanted you to know how denominational barriers how bad they are. So that's how they were. The early church. They were brothers. No one was uh, you know uh, Tying or ruling. They respected one another. Yes. But not with that kind of fear. And rule, ruling. Rulership. So in come this little old devil. Setting up with his two horns. Setting up with his with his two horns. Setting out in front. Grasshopper, you know. You know. Okay. And this little old greedy teeth. I get greedy. Eh? My pronunciation is the same pronunciation that I've always had. Eh? So in come this old little uh, this uh, little old devil Who sitting up with his two horns sitting out in front like a grasshopper you know, and his little old greedy teeth 
ne namanyoge no mulurugwe no bunyo bwako bo mululu bo mululu that's his first the pamawam he came in to eat off the brotherly love yajja okuliyao kwagala kwabo luganda he said you know so and so did so and so over so and so's church that bunch of people next he wanted to eat on the fruit of the of faith faith in the word we have covered all these fruits now look at how do you know this is the word because it's been translated many times the little devil is still eating right translated many times amen amen now, that's another fruit you eat of, joy of salvation. I'm not going to touch joy of salvation tonight. I want to give it enough time. Amen. Now, then the, the next fruit on the tree is peace. So tonight we are going to talk to together a few minutes. We are going to look at peace. Read Galatians 5.22. You will find the, the list of these fruits. So peace. Peace of mind. Knowing that you are saved. Jesus said my peace I give to you. God wants you to have peace. Peace of mind. Amen. Amina. Knowing that I am saved. They tell you, well, now if you recite our creed, you are saved. If you join my church, you are saved. Now this one says. You are not saved if you go there. You have to join our church. To be saved. You have to say Hail Mary. You have to have your name on this book. Oh my, that would take all the joy out. That's not God's tree. You know, you, you, you know where you are at. That, that hybrid always. Now, like uh, in the message he preached that it is called Fundamental Foundation for Faith. So before you can have faith, you have to stand somewhere. And I know it will happen because this is where I must stand. So even peace, you shall have peace when you have a foundation. There is a fundamental foundation for peace. Huh? I am saved. Now, if you are try, if they are trying, oh, if they are trying to give you a substitute for that, 
or they are threatening and scaring you. You're not saved. You're not going to heaven. If you're not a member of our church, then if you join them, then another will also come and say, no, it's, a, it's, it's our church. So you also lack, lack peace. If, they say, if you don't recite this creed, if you try to, uh, to please that, and you go for that to have, to, to have their vote, then what about if another comes no it is until you are reciting this for instance the Pentecostals come and say if you have not done A, B, C, D And you 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 you, you recite a, or you repeat a, a prayer of confession. And then you be a member of a church. And then you speak in tongues. If you're not like that, you're not saved, you're not going to heaven. If you say, ah, let, let me let me settle, let me say, meet the requirement so that I can feel contented. You do it. Then another comes. This is a uh, uh, this is a, an Adventist comes with his Sabbath. This is my rest. My covenant. That shall never fail. It shall be kept. You shall, you shall honor the Sabbath day. So if you're not resting on Saturday, you are not saved. Hey, you feel you're and you feel peaceless. So there is something lacking in my life. I'm not honoring Sabbath. And then you go there. Remember the other one now. You have come from the other from the other from the other resting place. You have run to this. And as you run into this, the Catholic comes. Uh, Jesus, before he went, he left Peter with the keys. He told him what to bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you lose on earth shall be losing. And Peter was the first pope. And when Peter died, he was succeeded by the other pope, another pope, another pope. We are the ones with keys. And we are the first church. And we are the ones with Mary. Mary is the mother. We have the mother of God in us. And then another one after that will come. So, 
Where is the foundation now? Where will you settle really? To feel now that you have peace. Amen. Amen. Now, peace, the peace of the Lord, is the assurance in your heart that you are saved. And that is only in you as an individual knowing Jesus Christ. Christ. That brother Bram talks of a brother who used to have a lot of doubts in his mind. And the devil was always telling him, You are not saved. You are not saved. You are not saved. Until one time he said, no, I'm not saved. Let me make sure now. I meet God's requirement. What is needed is to be to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord He said, now, I am kneeling here and I'm accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I'm going to put a mark here. I don't know what he did. Maybe whether he, whether he got a metal nail in there. He said, Devil, any other time you will tell me that I'm not served, I will bring to this place. Now you, if you got saved, you have to be knowing a place in your life that on such and such a day, I believed Jesus Christ. I met the requirements that God needs from a man. What does God require from a man? He doesn't require your works. He doesn't require any righteousness from you. He doesn't require you to pray. He doesn't require you to fast. He requires you to believe Jesus to be your savior. Hallelujah! Amen. And these other things follow. Praying, fasting, and doing all those things. But you as an individual, there is nothing you can do. And it takes away to judge And it makes you accept it before God. But oh, yes, Jesus did it all for you. What God requires from a man, those receiving, he gave them power to become sons of God. When God loved the world, he gave his only son. And whoever believes him should not be lost. Whoever believes him is not condemned. Whoever does not believe is condemned. This is the eternal life. To know that there is one God and Jesus Christ whom we send. Nothing else. Amen. Amen. I was there when it happened. I know what happened. I know whom I have believed. I can take you devil. And save here. On such and such a day. This is where I nailed. And I gave my life to Jesus. And from that time. I am never the same. Satan. Satan. What do you want from me? You are a liar. Go back to the pit of hell. If you remind me my past. 
remind you you are tomorrow because your tomorrow is very terrible your tomorrow is full of anguish and sorrow get away from me there is nothing else God wants me to do there is nothing I can do to atone for my sins and to get my own righteousness that I have done I have done and I'm a Christian he told me to be baptized he told me to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ I've been baptized I'm a follower of Jesus I am a believer in Jesus Christ Therefore, I'm saved. I, f- I am following him. I follow his word. In him, he is the rock of ages. Declare for me. I trust him. Amen. Even on that day, when I rise to the worlds unknown, rock of ages, declare for me. Let me hide myself. I will say, Lord, I gave my life to you. I know whom I have believed. And I'm persuaded. That he is able to keep that which I committed unto him against us. I am saved, not because of you, not because of anybody else. Not because of speckled bird. Speckled bird found me saved. Who serves you? Is it speckled bird? Or the Lord Jesus Christ? It is the Lord Jesus Christ. Then speckled bird comes next. Where is your confidence? Is it because you know Gideon? Gideon cannot save you. Gideon is your pastor after Jesus has saved you. He said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. After I have found you, I am a good shepherd. Then I give you a shepherd. Who comes first? Jesus! Your salvation is tied on one point that you as an individual you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ and you know him as your savior. Whether you're in a den, whether you're under the sea, whether you're in the well like and you're down there under the sea, do you know him as an individual? Where your father cannot reach, where your mother cannot reach, where the brethren cannot reach, where the church doesn't reach, do you know him as an individual? Do you know him? If you know him, that is enough. That one is your savior. And you have peace. The peace in knowing him as an individual. Now don't you allow any other person to shake you around, to shake you. Recently, on WhatsApp, on the minister's forum, I was trying to show them that this thing that they try to force us 
that we follow press and play I told them that is false that is not the word of God a minister then Jeffersonville who was in the same forum he called me an unbeliever for you are not a message believer and I told him the devil you're too late you tell me that I'm not a message believer. I believe the message not knowing that you're there. These Josephs that you tell us didn't know they were there. And I believe the message. I didn't know that there is even any message. I believe the message. Now you're too late. You've come late. You cannot cut me off. Because I am a message. We got married. Devil, you're too late. And preacher said, This one threatens the whites. To see a black man who can speak with boldness without even any feeling of favor, without favor, without fear before them. Hallelujah! I said this, amen. That is true. Because I don't need favor from anyone. I need favor from the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Whether you are black, whether you are white, you are, whether you are, a, you are the, you are the, you are the leader of uh, the biggest church in America. Whichever headquarter, where from whichever commanding post, convince me by the message. But not by threatening me. You convince me that I'm wrong. By the word. Yeah. Not by unchristianizing me because I've not believed your creed. Please, who are you? Where comest thou? You are coming late. I'm a believer. I know Jesus as my personal Savior. I knew him when I didn't know there is anybody like you. So where are you coming from? Do I Christianize me? Because I've not believed your religion or your group or your ism or your movement that has started yesterday. The bright tree is well established in the ground. It is firm. It must not be shaken by any wind. No, it is firm. We know whom we believe. Amen. Hallelujah. So, no, Rachel. That is peace of mind. You must have peace. By knowing that you know Jesus. You know Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Mama, brother Branham, brother Branham's mother was dying. Brother Branham now moves. And brother Branham asked her, Mama, Mother, Uginda, you're going. But do you know this one? And he spoke his brother's name. One of his sons. One of her sons. Who was next there? Do you know him? She, she, she stayed still motionless. Mama, Mama, do you know me? She was there most motionless. Mama, Mama, do you know Jesus? She did. That set Brother Branham's heart on fire. And he said, Mother, if you left us with the lands and a lot of property, a lot of wealth, it would not match what you have left us to know that you have gone knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Do you know Jesus? That is the fundamental foundation for peace. You are cult. And Jesus looked at them and said, with the many works that I've done from my father, of which, of which am I stoned? Now was Jesus shaken? Did they take away Jesus' peace? When the Pharisees called him Beelzebub, and your peace is taken away? Because they've called you Beelzebub? Because you refuse to join their religion? You know where you're standing. You knew where he was standing. In the word of God. And he said, Who can condemn you of sin? Show me a scripture that I'm guilty of breaking. Show me that scripture. They cannot show him any scripture in the word of God. Where he is broken. By they are threatening him with their tongues. With their sharp tongues. Piercing tongues. And the denominations today. Let them show us where we are cult. But again, let them show us what, what Bible. where we've contradicted the Bible. But again, let them show us to say that Jesus is God. That is from Genesis to Revelation. He is Alpha and Omega. To say that baptism is in Jesus' name. Everywhere in the Bible. If we are a for that. Then Peter was a cult. Paul was a cult. All the disciples of Jesus Christ were a cult. Then I'm happy to belong to the cult of Peter, Paul, James, and Jordan. After all, after all, I promise I will restore. So I'm happy to be restored to that old cult where they baptized in Jesus' name. Now someone calls you a cult and your heart trembles, it beats and you worry and you're peaceless. Why do you seek for approval from Satan? 
account. Those who call you count. Those who call you cows don't even have clothes that fit them. The Bible says the man was a leprous. He spared David. And that one takes away my peace because a, a leprous man is a king. Me, I'm a king and I'm a prince. And you, the leprous man, you speak at me. And then he takes away my peace. Now, this one who tells you that you are cowed, he cannot even overcome. He cannot even overcome putting on decently. And he takes away your peace. But the peace comes from knowing where you stand in God. Whom you have believed. You know what my story about the mule? He's a hybrid. You don't know who his papa, mama, either one was. See? He's a hybrid. But, uh, oh, a good pedigreed horse. Nakabala. He knows who his papa and mama is. Through generations. And now a real good pedigreed Christian. That's got the Holy Ghost. He know it fell on the door Pentecost. He knows where he's at. He can trace his generations plan down. Plan back. His genealogies. To the first beginning of it. Genealogy. For us we are saved. Of a kind of Pentecost, of Pentecost, of the book of Acts, where they repent, baptize the name of Jesus in much water from him, and they receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's the kind of a local that we are Bible-believing Christians, not denominational, but Bible-believers. Our faith is tied to the word of God. Not from Luke, not Bishop, not to the Pope, but to the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus is his word. We are saved because he saved us. You know who you are. You know your genealogies. Down through the nation races, they, they've heard it on down. A good pedigreed Christian knows where it comes from. The opposite of, of pedigreed is cross. All hybrid. Something that is not pure. So for us, we are pedigreed Christians. You say, well, Lutheran, uh -huh, I'm Presbyterian. Oh, you, you, oh, you hybrid. Why ain't you? Why ain't you? Well, you say, what are you? 
Born again. Born again of what? That's why you are not a hybrid. You are born correctly. Not with some church creed. But with the spirit of God. God lives in you. Now notice this little old insect started eating. So he ate, he, he ate of all the peace of mind. Oh, on and on and on and on and on. Down. I got a page of it here, all the fruits. What is that? Praise God. Peace of mind, why? Peace of mind. No what? No matter what comes or what goes. Leathership rock. Let the storms come. Let the lightning flash. The thunder roar. Whatever takes place. Don't make a bit of difference. Atomic bombs can fall. You can build, you can build rock shelters. Whatever you want to, she's still saying, Amen. 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 Why? She's fortified. What? Fortified in what? The word what made flesh dwelling among us, watching him move among us, assembling. Peace of mind. Let the boat rock. Let Let lightning flash. Thunders roar. You are settled. Praise God. When Jesus saved you, you were fortified. In every aspect. Mumyankore got a piece of uh, he was going to put it in the mouth. It came out of his hands and fell It fell in, his, in the dish. And he said, you're lying. I had uh, put you up, but even down. Now you, if you're saved, your life is surrounded all over. You have a fortress around you. If I die, I'm going to die. Devil, what will you do to me? Hey. If I have Jesus, I have all things. I am Up, if I don't swallow you, if you fall, you fall in my dish. You fall in my dish. Yes. Wow. At that time, I was in the hospital. My wife was in a terrible condition. Very panicky situation. And I told her, Honey, we must not fear anything. If anything fails, we are still safe. We are in Jesus Christ. 
if children we cannot have children that God has not given us. And if he has given them to us, no devil can stop. Can fail us to have them. If we die, we go to heaven. If we live, we live to serve him. Why should we fear? You should not panic. As a Christian, you should not panic. Nothing should take away your peace. And you tremble. And the skirts fall. And you tremble. And you run mad. Why? A Christian? First of all, Abraham said, Worry has no fear. I mean, has no virtue. Worry has no virtue. Jesus said, Who can worry? And he changes his stature. You can't change anything. Because you are wearing a And then you change something. So why should you work? But he said, what about faith? He said, faith can do something. Faith can do something. Then he said, whatever uh, I'm sentenced to death by court that next... That I'm going to die to be hung the following day. I will not worry. Then, then what about faith? What can it do? It can change my death sentence. Faith can. But worry can't change nothing. So Christian, stop worrying anything Be still. Turn still and see the salvation. Peace. The fruit of peace. You remember the story of a Negro woman who was a Christian filled with the Holy Spirit. And now she's in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the sea. Sailing across, go visit her daughter. And then uh, something goes wrong with the engine of the ship. And then the captain announces, Everybody, please pray. We are in a very delicate situation. We were remaining with 30 minutes to reach the shore. But if God does not intervene in 30 minutes now, we shall be at the bottom of the sea. Everybody was panicking. In that time, people don't even pray. They don't know what even they are saying. They have no They don't know even the name of the God they are calling upon. They have no even faith that he is there. But they are just panicking. And then there was that old woman, Christian woman, calm, as calm, 
as can come can be. Then the captain was confused. Oh, the woman. woman, did you hear what I said? He said, yes, I heard you very well. I said, everybody pray. Yes, I have But you know what, Captain? Before I came here, I was already prayed up. So whatever come, I'm ready for it. You say 30 minutes, we shall be either at the bottom of the sea or other shore. He said, across the sea, my daughter is waiting for me. But there is another daughter of mine. A few months she went to glory. So in 30 minutes, I'll be with either of them. Amen. Amen. If we say, if we make it, I'll be with the other one. If I, I draw, 30 minutes, I'll be with the other one. So whatever happens, I will not panic. That's what the fruit of peace is. On the tree, peace. Mirembe. And the other, the other aspect of peace is here. To be at peace with people. And you hear that someone spoke about you. And you boil up. And you boil up. And you jeer. And you swear. And you announce how you will never go back to his place. I'll never go back to that hypocrite. How is it concerned? you feel peaceless and you boil up? A Christian? Because someone has spoken about you. You don't Please. have peace. May God give you peace. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And bear the fruit of peace. You will despise such things. Swanson doesn't love you. Hey, for you, you love him. Hey, for you, you love him. Enough. Listen, but today, oh man, how you want, how we want our differences, oh man. I tell you, you just let somebody say something to me. I go over and get him apart. I will tell that old hypocrite when I see her. You just wait till I see her. Bless God, hallelujah. Even hallelujah. In such a creature, the dove just takes his flight and goes away. The Holy Spirit is not with you anymore. As long as you feel like it, you feel that too. Just mark that, that down in your book. It you will never do it. The Holy Spirit just won't stay around, around where that kind of a spirit is. Let them mean, mean their business. 
You don't have peace. If you have Jesus, you anchored, you calm, you're strong, you have Christ. You don't mind who speaks about you. You don't mind who loves you. You don't mind who doesn't love you. Whatever the devil does, whatever comes, and whatever will be, they will not separate me with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Death or hunger, persecutions or being hated, whatever. Is it falling in sin? There is nothing will come and nothing will happen. I will separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. You are peaceful. You are calm. God bless you.